Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life Podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance, and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. Episode number 38 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope you're doing well. To be honest, it's been a really busy couple of weeks for me, first with the five-day sugar detox challenge and then recently launching my brand new Fit and Flourishing group coaching program, which starts today. I'm so excited. But as with anything new, there's been a lot of work in the background to get all the materials together and ready. And so I very nearly didn't do a podcast this week. In fact, we've actually got a builder in at the moment. And so there's lots of banging and crashing downstairs and the downstairs is just a bit of a mess. And my husband was like, well, you don't have to do it. No one will mind if you miss a week. But something inside me just felt like I needed to get something out there for you, even if it was just a very short episode. And that's because of the kind of person I am, I guess. You know, it's funny, the other day, a health coach friend asked me how I managed to get everything done. How do I motivate myself? And I thought, well, I don't know, it just comes naturally. I guess I don't want to let myself down and I don't want to let other people down. And so that gave me the idea for today's episode. It's all about the importance of knowing and understanding yourself. And this can be really, really helpful when it comes to habit change and trying to improve your health and wellness. Now, I wonder if you've done some of the popular personality assessments out there, like Myers-Briggs or DISC or Strength Finders. Now, I do want to emphasise that we are all unique and generally speaking, labels tend not to be very helpful. It's not good to put yourself in a box and think that you can't change because that is who you are and you can't do anything about it. Because I don't believe that's true. I believe we can and we do change. And at the end of the day, all that really matters is who we are in Christ and are we becoming more and more like him. But that said, I do believe there's a place for these kinds of tests because I do think that they can give us some really helpful insights into the kind of people we are and the kind of issues we have and how we can improve. And also in terms of how we relate to other people, if we can understand them better and how our different personalities might be interacting and perhaps clashing with one another. For example, I'm an INFJ on the Myers-Briggs test and my husband is an ISTJ. So that means that he is really detail-oriented, he is an S, and I'm an N, so I'm more of a big picture kind of person. And also he's a T, he's really into thinking things through carefully and what will and what won't work, whereas I'm an F, so I'm much more tuned into how it might affect other people and what other people are thinking. 
So all this is really useful to know so that we don't actually get frustrated with each other and that we understand where the other person is coming from. And once we understand that, then we can actually complement each other quite well. Another thing that's really helpful to know about yourself is whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. So my husband and I are both eyes, we're both introverts, and that doesn't mean that we don't like being around other people or that we don't like going to social functions. Contrary to what many people think, being an introvert doesn't mean that you're socially inept or painfully shy. You can actually be a very sociable introvert. But being at a party with lots of other people or being in a, in a function where there are lots of people around, you're expected to make lots of chit chat. Even if we're enjoying it and having a good time, we know that it's going to drain our energy. And it's helpful to know that in general about myself, because I know that if I'm feeling tired, often what I need is some alone time to recharge my batteries. You see, alone time is really important for everyone, but for introverts is actually really essential. Now, if you're an extrovert, on the other hand, being around people is what actually charges your battery up. So if you're feeling a bit down and depleted, what you might need is to call a friend or meet someone for coffee. Now, introverts also need community and time with others, but for extroverts, it's really essential. So I hope you can see how knowing yourself well is actually really helpful when it comes to self-care and knowing how best to meet your needs. And if you are interested to know if you're an introvert or an extrovert, and maybe some of the other personality types that come up in this Myers-Briggs kind of test, I will put a link to a free quiz in the show notes below, so check that out. Another helpful test that I wanted to talk about today is Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies Quiz. I wonder if you've come across that. Let me explain it briefly. Gretchen has four tendencies that people tend to fall into depending on what motivates them. So are they internally motivated, externally motivated, both or neither? That's basically the gist of the four tendencies. So someone who is very internally motivated and also externally motivated, in other words, they're really good at setting their own expectations, but they also want to follow other people's expectations. These kinds of people are called upholders. Now, I am an upholder, which is why I'm recording this podcast today, even though there's a lot going on at the moment and I'm actually quite tired. You see, my own expectation was to get a podcast episode out every week, and so I really don't want to miss out on that. And also, I don't want to let you down by missing a week because I'm hoping that you're enjoying listening to this and that you're kind of expecting a show to come out every week. So I am an upholder, and that is the first category. Then we have the obligers. So an obliger is someone who is externally motivated. In other words, they really do care what other people think and want them to do, but they're not very internally motivated. So obligers are often really great team players, but they do find it hard to get themselves going on their own. In the next category are the questioners. So a questioner is basically the opposite of an obliger. A questioner is internally motivated, but not externally motivated. In other words, they always need to know the why before they do anything. It's not enough to know that someone wants them to do something. They need to know why. They need to be internally motivated. And my husband and at least one of my children are questioners. And so that's been actually really helpful for me to understand because it's not enough for me to ask them to run an errand for me or do something in the kitchen for me or a job around the house. They need to know why it's important, why it needs to be done now and why I can't do it myself. 
They like to ask lots of questions, but once they're happy with the why, then they're often very happy to go ahead and do something. So those are the questioners. And finally, there are the rebels. These people are neither internally nor externally motivated. They think that freedom, personal choice and authenticity are the most important things. And they really don't like anyone telling them what to do. They also actually don't like telling themselves what to do either. So those are the rebels. So do you see how it works? I wonder if you have an idea of which one you are. Let's think of an example to help you further. How do you feel about setting New Year's goals? Now, you might notice that I said goals and not New Year's resolutions, and you can find out more about the difference between those two in episode number 17, why New Year's resolutions don't work and what to do instead. Anyway, when it comes to goals, here are the differences between those four tendencies. So upholders, they enjoy making new goals in January. In fact, they enjoy making new goals all the time, really. Easter, September, whenever there's an opportunity for a fresh start. As for questioners, they like to make and keep to their goals, but for the most part, they feel that January the 1st is a bit of an arbitrary date and they need to know why they're bothering and why now is the best time. Obligers generally don't make New Year's goals because they know that they usually give up on them unless they have help and accountability from someone else or from a group outside of themselves. And then rebels. Rebels don't even make the New Year's goals in the first place because they just don't believe in them. Or if they do make them, then it's usually because there's some sort of challenge involved. Okay, so hopefully you're a little bit clearer on which tendency fits you best. And I'll put a link to Gretchen's free test in the show notes so you can take that yourself. But what I wanted to talk about today was how do these four tendencies fit into our health and wellness goals? Well, let's think about how to go about changing a habit. So either getting rid of an unhelpful habit or adopting a healthier habit instead. Well, if you're an upholder, then it's really important that you have a schedule or a plan. And once you've got that in place, then you'll generally stick to it. So although you're very internally motivated to stick to your goals, it can be helpful to have a coach or a support group just to help you work out what is the best plan for you. If you're an obliger, then accountability is really, really important if you're going to meet your goals. And so here, having a coach or a support group is really essential if you want to move forward. If you're a questioner, then clarity is really key you need to know why you're doing something and what the outcome will be and why it will be worth it in the end. And again, a coach can be really helpful here just to give you more background information, resources, insights into your particular character, situation and concerns. And then finally, if you're a rebel, then the best way to help with habit change is to focus on your identity. So for example, if you want to drink more green smoothies, You're not going to do that because you think you should or that someone else thinks you should. You'll just rebel against both of those ideas. But if you can convince yourself that you are the kind of person who loves to drink green smoothies on a regular basis, that that is part of your new identity and who you are authentically, then that habit change will be much easier for you. So it's all about mindset for rebels and a coach can help you with that mindset work. So I hope you found that helpful just to reflect a little bit on your own personality and what kinds of strategies will work best for you when it comes to setting and sticking to goals. 
And if you are interested in getting some health coaching, and like I said, health coaching works for all four tendencies, then do hop on a free discovery call with me and we can discuss it further. No strings attached. You can just find out more about what is involved in health coaching. And you can book your call at bit.ly slash call Catherine. That's bit.ly forward slash call Catherine. In the meantime, have a wonderful week. I'm going to go downstairs and see how the builder's getting on with our new cupboard and I will catch you next time. God bless. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.